hello, we're back. Back together. For another exciting episode of the Antisocial Book Club. Of course, we're remaining, trying to remain six feet apart. Yes. Uh, keeping our social distancing, all those great things. Um, so speaking of that, we're going to talk about some of our quarantine reads. Yes, books you've been reading over quarantine. Yeah, I know I had some fun on Facebook asking some, or not Facebook, Instagram, uh, asking some of you guys what you've been reading. And that was really cool. Thanks yeah. to you for responding. Um, and so we're going to share some of the ones that we've been reading. Yeah. So Kelsey, why don't you go first? I think so. I read City of Girls which I really enjoyed. It was really long, but I thought it was really good. Mm -hmm. I also read The Cactus, also really good. I think that's definitely, it takes, the main character is kind of like a hard person to like, but once you do like uh -huh. her, I really did like her and I like that book. Then I also read The Husband's Secret. I really mm -hmm. liked that book. It was kind of like a murder mystery, kind of, kind of reminding like Big Little Lies. It's by the same author and it kind of gave me that same vibe. The Silent Patient, which you also read. Oh, so good, guys. And we might be covering that for an episode if you want to read ahead. So stay tuned. But that was really good. And I'm currently reading Normal People. Some of you may have watched the show on Hulu. I wanted to read the book first. I really like it. It's kind of about like these two people and they're in a relationship and it kind of follows them like throughout their life. And kind of like pushing them apart, pushing them together. Yeah. Like, well, they won't they? But I really like it. Cool. That's what I've been reading. Okay, guys, I've been reading a lot. So since I've been quarantined from like spring break, I've read about a total of 16 books. So I won't name them all because <laughs> that's a lot. Uh, but some of my favorites, um, I read The Henna Artist, which Reese just came out with for, I believe it was May's book of, book of the month. And Guys, it was, it was great. It was like an eye opening into like Indian culture, um, kind of what henna art kind of means to those people. I really enjoyed it. Um, and I really want to go try some Indian food now. I've never had it and I want to try it. Um, for anyone who likes, uh, young adults, um, I read Cinder, which is kind of like a future kind of twist on Cinderella. Hmm. Um, it's really popular among the kids at my school, and so I wanted to give it a try. Um, and it was really, it was really worth the read if you like kind of those classy stories, but like with a twist. Um, I really encourage you to read it. I'm gonna try to read. It's like a whole series. There's like um, seven or eight books, I think. Wow. So I'm gonna do that. It was really cool. Um, another one I read was The Tattooist of Auschwitz, and. A more of like a sadder read but it was also very good um just kind of about the life of this guy who was in the camp but had a different role than maybe what you're used to reading with most survivor stories um and of course the library book i mentioned that in our last episode such a great read if you love books please take the time to read this it's so good it's like a mystery and some history and some books, it's fabulous. I really wanna to go to LA now and just go to the library, the downtown library and see what it looks like. Um, Cause it caught on fire, somebody caught it on fire. Or they thought somebody like committed arson. Oh my gosh. 
and like burned all these books. Oh no. But they're not sure. So really cool. I would check it out. Um, and a lot of you guys recommended, I think it's Seer. Am I saying that right? Sears? Sears? Uh, it's uh, by Madeline Miller. Um, it's got like the Titans and Olympians and so it's like a more of like a mythology kind of story. But I gave it a shot. Um, it wasn't my favorite read, um, but if you're into those kind of things, it was it was a cool spin on that. Uh, and I read The Family Upstairs, which is really popular. Uh, the Paris Seamstress. So if you like fashion. I would highly recommend um, anything by Natasha Lester because she does a lot of Paris, a lot of fashion, oh. Dior kind of things. It's really cool. That sounds interesting. It was really interesting. I know she just came out with a new book, The Paris Secret, which a lot of people are raving about. So I'm going to have to give that a try too. Yeah. I like Paris. <sighs> Imagine I'm classy enough just I know. walking around. Perry. Imagine that I'm classier to wear anything other than yoga pants. Exactly. And leggings. <laughs> yes. And a t-shirt. the fashion industry. Yeah. Guys, you may not know this, but a wee little Martana wanted to be a fashion designer one day. I have all these sketches of dresses. I mean, you're a good artist, so I think you could do it. Thank you. I appreciate that. In high school, I considered the idea of going... Um, to the fashion institute or like some kind of fashion design school. Yeah. Remember you like Project Runway? Ugh, I we bonded over Project Runway. Project Runway. Have you watched Heidi and Tim's new show? No, but um, I need to. It's pretty good. I'm gonna watch it's it. It's a lot more focused on design because they have someone like there to help them. Like they uh -huh. have a seamstress. Oh. That's so it's cool. a lot more of like designing versus like sewing. Hmm. But I recommend it. Okay. I have to do it. But yeah, that's me. It's a lot. So today, guys, I hope you guys are enjoying your quarantine reads. Um, I also read this book during quarantine, and we're going to talk about it today. And we are reviewing The Woman in the Window. Mm. So mysterious, The Woman in the Window. So The Woman in the Window was written by A.J. Finn whose real name is Daniel Mallory. Hmm. Um, he is an American editor and author who, of course, goes by A.J. Finn. Um, his novel, The Woman in the Window, was number one in the New York Times bestseller list. And uh, as we'll talk about in a minute, it's fixing to be a film. It should have been out by now, but darn you, COVID-19, <laughs> you ruined our dreams. Um, he worked for several years in London. He spent some time at Little and Brown Company, which I think is cool. I've been watching Younger, so I, I really like to see all the different publishing houses. Um, but there's a little scandal to AJ Mallory that I don't know, um, that we've talked maybe just a little bit about. But I think it's interesting going into this book, kind of knowing this backstory about him and seeing how I think it kind of plays a role in his novel. So in February of 2019, an article in The New Yorker accused A.J. Finn of fabricating numerous aspects of his life, 
So they said that he faked that he earned a doctorate from Oxford. Uh, he, they said that he faked that he had cancer and a brain tumor. Um, it also said that um, he, he faked having lost his brother to suicide um, and some things like that. But he later came out and released a statement saying that he admitted that his mother survived cancer um, his brother was still alive and, um, he attributed his behavior to bipolar disorder. Hmm. Interesting. Bipolar 2 disorder to be in fact. Which is the more serious of the bipolars. Yes. So I believe with that one you have full mania versus bipolar 1, you just have hypomania, which is the less serious yeah. mania. So I think that's pretty interesting as we go into the book. So uh, let's go ahead and read the summary. Okay. It's from the back cover. It isn't paranoia if it's really happening, dot, dot, dot. Anna Fox lives alone, a recluse in her New York City home. Unable to venture outside, she spends her days drinking wine, maybe too much, watching old movies, recalling happier times, and spying on her neighbors. Then the Russells move into the house across the way. A father, a mother, their teenage son. The perfect family. But when Anna, gazing out her window one night, sees something she shouldn't, her world begins to crumble and its shocking secrets are laid bare. What is real? What is imagined? Who's in danger? Who's in control? In this diabolical, gripping thriller, no one and nothing is what it seems. Ooh. There you go, guys. Intense. Intense. Again. This was definitely worth the quarantine read. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, as we're fixing to dive in, there's so many twists and turns. Um, if you're considering it, if you like that kind of big plot twist, this book is for you, for sure. Yes, definitely. It definitely was thrilling to have a bookmark for you. Another one. <gasps> you are surprising me with the bookmarks. I know. So bookmarks, so this was number 35 in psychological thrillers on Amazon at this time. Mm-hmm number 58 in American literature, and number 26 in murder thrillers. Ooh, murder thrillers. So doing, I love a good murder thriller. Still doing thriller. pretty well, considering yeah. it was released oh. a while ago. Okay. Yeah, but I like this book. I did think that it kind of started slow, mm -hmm. but then it kind of picked up, and I really liked it. And I also love the short, tiny chapters. Agree. They're like a page. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So I really love short chapters. I do too. I think it makes you feel like you're reading faster than you exactly. actually are. And you're like, okay, one more chapter and only like two pages. Which is also yeah. dangerous because you're like, well, it's only two pages. Yeah. It's so like one more. And you're like, well, it's only two pages. <laughs> and you just get the chapter. So much. But still, it feels like you read five chapters when other books, that might be like half a chapter. Mm -hmm. So I really like that writing style choice. But it's interesting, so this is going to be spoilers ahead, so this is like our last one. It's going to be spoilers. Okay, spoilers ahoy. Yes, so I think it's interesting that you bring up kind of the author's struggle with mental health. Mm -hmm. It's a lot like um, Anna's struggle with mental health during the book, because she, a lot of times, like, we're kind of, as a reader, I think meant to kind of, like, question what we're reading. Mm -hmm. She's kind of like an unreliable narrator. Mm-hmm. And she is like heavily drinking and taking her medication. So it's kind of like, is this really happening? 
Mm -hmm. Like, what are we supposed to believe? I kind of got that too. And for me, it was kind of frustrating as I was reading. I was like, I was believing this. I know. And now I have to go change the thoughts. Yeah. Exactly. Like, question everything. Are you ready for some Amazon reviews? Uh, You know I love the Amazon reviews. So this, overall, had a 4.3 out of 5 stars. Okay. And that's based on about 10,000 ratings. Okay. So 62% of the people gave it 5 stars. 20% gave it 4 stars. 9% gave it 3 stars. And then uh, 4% gave it 2 and 1 stars. Hmm. So kind of, usually like the yeah. books you read, that's kind of more 4 stars than usual. Yeah. So it sounds like people had some interesting thoughts. So we'll just take a little look at some of those thoughts. Yeah, dive in there. Let's see. So five stars. This one says, well written and obviously very well researched on how a person with the medical and psychological problems would behave in the circumstances with which they are confronted. Characters well developed and believable and the story delivered with sufficient increasing tension keep the reader guessing I found it enjoyable I agree with that I feel like uh AJ Finn did a really good job kind of making me believe what was going on to Anna so I agree with that five star yeah I feel like it's a good mix of so sometimes you're like oh she's totally like we totally believe her yeah and other times like I don't believe anything she's saying and you like go right back and go right back and so it's kind of a constant yeah and you know that she has these things going on so yeah. Yeah, it was def- definitely interesting. Next one is also a five star. So that I was interested yet skeptical, kept thinking it'd be a repeat of rear win- a rear window. It isn't. While there are numerous old movie titles and quotes offered that might prove meaningless to young readers, I enjoyed remembering them all. This is a very well written story that makes you turn the page. Just when you think you know what's going on, you realize you don't. Fantastic. Hmm. I agree with that. You really don't. Like, I really thought it was going to go a certain way. You think you know who done it the whole time. Or you, yeah. And yeah. it just, there you go. Plot twist. It was like a lot of twists and turns. Yes. For sure. And then have you ever seen the movie Rear, Rear Window? Rear Window? I haven't. It's by Alfred Hitchcock. It's old. Mm-hmm. And I think we watched it. I had this class in high school called, called Film is Lit this literature and it was a really cool class so we would read or we would watch all these different movies and then talk about like the symbolism and stuff in them oh wow we watch that movie watch the godfather we watch the shining it was a really cool class that sounds you know what kind of electives i had welding welding agriculture <laughs> computer <laughs> and that's about it <laughs> Yeah, I'm surprised, like, Sports. looking back, I'm surprised that was a class. Yeah. I do feel like it taught me a lot, and I still remember so much from that class. Like, every time I watch The Godfather, I'm like, oh, that's a symbol for this. Yeah. I'm probably annoying everyone that I'm watching it with. But it really stuck with me. Okay. So, next one. So, three out of five stars. It says, doesn't live up to the hype. I thought I would like this more. It's very slow paced, and I guessed the twist by midway through the book. Burning. Mm-hmm. If you eliminate all the references to what and how much the point of view character was drinking, you lose a quarter of, pa- of the pages. It got very tedious after a while. Okay, we get it. She drinks way more than she should. A fairly simple plot with a couple twists, but nowhere near as wonderful as the glowing accolades would lead you to think. Reminded me of an awful lot of the main character in The Woman on the Train, but with less interesting secondary characters. Okay. 
I, I see where she's going with the woman on the train thing. Um, but I think the alcohol in here is portrayed. It's like just part of her character. It's part of who she is. And I yeah. think without it, she maybe you wouldn't be questioning her as much as we did in the book. Because you're like, well, she did take all those yeah. pills. <laughs> and she did with drink a lot, of, a lot of alcohol. A lot of alcohol. Yes. So. And I think it also just shows like her struggle with mental health. Mm -hmm. And like you find out later that she went through like a massive trauma of like in a, in a very serious car wreck. And the, like her, you find out that you think that her daughter and uh, husband are alive and like mm -hmm. she's talking to them. But you find out that they're not talking. Like she's not talking to them because they're dead. <laughs> Which is a massive trauma to go through. It is. So she's kind of like self-medicating and literally medicating together. And so I think it also shows like that she's grieving because she's lost like two most important people in her life. Yeah. So she's definitely been through a lot. She has. So I'm gonna throw a quick bookmark in here if that's cool. Yeah. So if you, I got this book recommendation from My Favorite Murder. Um, the book was called We Need to Talk About Kevin. I think it's by Lionel Shiver, Siver. Um, I may be wrong, so don't quote me on that. But I, I need to talk about Kevin. That's what it's called. And it reminded me a lot of this book. Kind of like, I don't want to give away a lot of things, but like the major plot twist, like in The Woman in the Window, it kind of read like it. It had the kind of same kind of like maybe syntax kind of, you know, vibe. Um, so if you liked, or if you read um, uh, We Need to Talk About Kevin, I think you would really enjoy this book as well. I'll read it and then we'll talk about it yeah. in a different episode. Yeah. <laughs> Ready for the one star. Bring it. It says, couldn't finish. I think this is a truly horrible book. I hated it. Wow. No plot. Lifeless characters. I couldn't get past about quarter of the way through. My book club said that I didn't like it because the main character drank and did drugs. No, it was far more than this. Cannot understand how some of these books get five star ratings. Just tell us how you feel, <laughs> One Star. Yeah, she did. She put it all out there. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's her opinion. That's her she opinion. Feel that way. Yeah. I do feel like, like I said, like it kind of did go slowly, mm -hmm. and there kind of wasn't much of a plot. There's like one big overarching story. Yeah. So that might get kind of tedious, but I think it was good overall. So yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, as I kind of mentioned earlier, we were supposed to have a movie. May 15th of this year was the release date for The Woman in the Window. Of course, due to COVID-19, um, all our plans got changed. So we weren't able to see this movie. Um, but um, we'll share some of the cast with you, which I didn't know until I started looking up who these cast members were. And I was kind of surprised at some of the big name people who were mm -hmm. going to be in it. So Amy Adams is oh, I one. I love Amy Adams. She is going to be Dr. Anna Fox. Everyone always like, Leo deserves his Oscar. Amy deserves her Oscar. Mm -hmm. I think she's nominated like six times. Mm -hmm. Yes. Maybe this one is her winner. Maybe this is it. <gasps> Guys, maybe we're foretelling the future here. <laughs> Um, next is Julianne Moore, who is going to be Jane Russell. Hmm. One of the Jane Russells. I was going to say, I wonder which one she is. I, I don't bet know. she's the second one. I don't know. I bet so, too. Because she looks... 
So the next Jane Russell is going to be Jennifer Jason Lee. Hmm. Um, she is. She looks pretty familiar. I think you you'll notice who she is. Yeah, when you get to the movie. Um, as Wyatt Russell, we have David. Hmm. Or excuse me, got that backwards <laughs> because his real name is Russell. He's Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell's son. Oh, if any of you know him, really. I think wow. he's pretty handsome, too. Well, he's going to be David. I'm excited for that. Um, Anthony Mackie is going to be Ed Fox. Hmm. Yeah, let me show you a picture. Okay. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. Um, Alistair Russell is going to be Gary Oldman. A pretty big name. I feel like he's kind yeah. of like an actor. Uh-huh. Like a serious actor. And then Fred Heidinger, sorry guys, I really suck at pronouncing things, um, is going to be Ethan Russell. Hmm. So, interesting. There we go. And then, yeah, th those are some of our major players in this movie. Very interesting. So, I looked and see, try to see like when a new release date would be. But of course, like we really don't know how a lot of. Yeah. No one we're gonna be able to go back to real life when we're gonna be able to go to a movie theater yeah. or anything like that. I so I wonder if they're gonna release it on demand. I don't know. I was wondering that too. But I'd probably pay for it. Yeah. I really wanna see it. I would too. So we'll let you know when it comes out. We can do that. Yeah. Are you ready for some discussion questions? Oh, Let's dive into this. Okay, guys. Another section of spoiler alerts. Yes, for sure. So I just want to give like a brief overview. So Anna, she has like agoraphobia, so she can't go outside. Mm -hmm. And if she does, she has panic attacks, which we see in the book. Mm -hmm. So she watches her neighbors, which relatable. Relatable. <laughs> has very nosy neighbors. Yeah, keep her entertained. Then when she's watching them, she thinks that she sees... Alistair killing his wife or like seriously injuring her so then the whole book is about her kind of like confronting him trying like to solve the mysteries like no one believes her this like other because she thinks that she met this lady mm -hmm. had like a long conversation with her and then she kind of accuses him and like she sees her being injured and then Alistair's like but this is my wife and it's a different lady and she's like what the heck <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> and then they like convince, they try to convince her that she is like crazy and like that she just made all this up. And as a reader, we're also like, did she make this? Yeah. Up? Like, yeah. I mean, on? she's been hitting the pills, she's been hitting the alcohol. I mean, she's imagining her dead family yeah. is real. Like, talking to them. Yeah. She's heavily. Yeah. Struggling. Yes. So, yeah. So, first of all, like, what did you think of the ending? Did you see that coming? That, spoiler alert, Ethan was the killer. <laughs> so, sweet little Ethan. Yeah. That sure. comes on the scene in the beginning, like, poor pitiful me. Which is the killer. It's kind of, like, I thought that relationship was weird. Like, they were so close after having, like, one time. That made me uncomfortable. I, and I was really afraid they were going to have, like, some weird affair. But I kind of saw it because I... 
Anna is like a child psychologist. True. So I think she was kind of reminiscing on her days of like working because you kind of see her kind of doing that through her chat rooms yeah. and trying to help other people. Like she still wants to be beneficial to the world. Um, even though she's in her house. And I think she was just trying to do that for Alistair. But yeah, no, Kelsey, I did not see this ending yeah. whatsoever. Like one of like one of those plot twists that you your mouth falls open and you're like, What? Yes. I whenever like the cat was like afraid of him, that's when I was like, That's weird. Mm-hmm. Because before that the cat like always loved him. Yeah. But then it was like afraid of him because it stuck on his paw. When Ethan was like spying on her at night, which is so creepy. Mm-hmm. So that's when I was like, "That's weird." Yeah, and so and that's in when the, I kind of tried to put me together. Yeah, and in the end, you kind of wonder like, why did Ethan have such a fatuation? When she, maybe she was like an easy kill because she just stays in her house. I don't know. I already think she's crazy. Yeah, like oh, like she just probably she committed suicide yeah. or something. Which, injured herself. Yeah. I don't know. I was, yeah. So I didn't see it coming for a long time until mm-hmm. like the whole cat thing. But also I'm like hyper aware of cats. Yes. So. I was going to mention that. <laughs> Theo. And the cat's feelings. So yes. I was like, that's weird. And then the cat had like an injured paw. I don't know. Yeah. But it was like the, the name was pretty intense. Because mm-hmm. she had to like get away from it. She had to like go outside. Mm-hmm. And you find out that she was, she did see yeah yeah and yeah and her ability to go outside like running from him Mm -hmm. yeah it's crazy let's see another question did your opinion of anna change as the book progressed how talk about the fact that anna is a child psychologist and yet can't seem to get control of her life at first you know when you hear about anna i was like oh so sad I mean, you're stuck in your house, you're away from your family, and then you get the plot twist, oh, they died, and you're like, oh, Anna, what's wrong? I mean, what's wrong? Are you okay? Yeah. And then the ending with her kind of like proving, hey, yeah, this woman, I did see her, and you killed her kind of thing. It's like, go, Anna. Yeah. Get him. You're more than your illness. You know what's going on. Yes, so. I think, if anything, I got, like, more sympathetic towards her, like, as the book went on. Mm-hmm. Like, I honestly never, like, I did question if she was telling us the truth, but I always, like, believed her, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. I did, too. Like, I, you really want to believe her, even yeah. though, like, the police officers don't believe her, um, the people across the street don't believe her, um, her therapist doesn't believe her. Yeah. And her physical therapist, I feel like, was the only one who would listen. Kind of like listening to her, and they became friends. Mm-hmm. Which made me also sad that like her only friendship was her physical therapist. Yes, yeah. so she's like paying to come in. <laughs> it was kind of weird for me though that night that she did get scared, and she's like, calls Bina, and I'm like, "Will you come stay the yeah. night with me, please?" <laughs> yes, because like then it's like a physical therapist, and that also weird to like. Yeah. calling you? Yeah, like that. So that was a little awkward yeah. in the movie. But, I mean, Anna is considering her a high friend here. Yeah, I mean, she only needs a friend. I mean, yeah, sure. she lives, she's by herself all the time. She is, like, pro at quarantine. She really is. She <laughs> was quarantining before. Yeah, it was quarantine. Cool. Yeah. 
she would like this would probably be so happy for her yeah like great she's like she'd manage it getting her food delivered getting people yeah. to take her stuff yeah definitely yeah yeah as far as like her being a psychiatrist and like or psychologist and like can't control her own life it's like that's not really fair i don't think it's yeah. like she's still a human psychologist therapist like they're still humans they mm -hmm. still go through things she went through a horrible trauma and like she feels like she's responsible since she drove her car off a cliff mm -hmm. <laughs> which like i would also feel very responsible of course also like her struggle of like trying to keep them alive was Tom's so hard to mention that yeah, it was and she was like getting them in the car getting them out of the car she just wanted to do what was best for them yeah and like trying to cover their bodies to keep them warm yeah Ugh, it was so sad to read and it was also hard because wasn't there kind of like little flashbacks so we'd read some and then we have to wait and then read yes. some more and have to wait to find out what really happens yeah and so just kind of just kind of leaving you hanging yeah. where you want to know more and so i kind of like that aspect too is like you got to keep reading and figure out what happens yeah yeah i think like they hadn't told us yet and like the mm -hmm. flashbacks they died and then I think like the police officer is like they're dead and then we have to like the next read the next chapter to find out like what actually happened yeah when he said that i was like you're lying yeah like, they talk every day <laughs> yeah I was like what do you mean they're dead <laughs> I just thought they were talking. Yeah. Like, having a fight. Yeah. yeah. And then it also made it more sad that, like, she would go to, like, her daughter's room and, like, sleep in there. Mm-hmm. Like, ugh. I feel like I'm not a parent, but if I were to lose my child, I know that I would I would probably absolutely be like Anna. I, yeah. if I lost either my husband or, or my child, I, I think I can totally relate to how Anna is reacting. Yeah. Especially if she was in the car when all yeah. this happened. So I kind of get where she goes with that. Definitely. Yeah. It was just... Oof. Next one. This book is written by a man with a female narrator. How do you think the author did with a female perspective? You know, it really surprised me when I found out that AJ Finn was a man. Because... Same. I didn't, like, look until the very end, because I love, it's like a little surprise treat at the very end when you get to read about the author, or that's what I think, yeah. anyway, because um, I think it tells a lot about the their story and how they're writing it as well, is, like, knowing more back history about the author, but um, I thought he did really, really well, um, and I was very surprised he was not a woman. Yeah, I was surprised, too. Yeah. Uh, he, he, I mean... He got things right. Like that woman perspective. So let's talk about Jane Russell. Yes. Were you confused too when uh, the other one showed up? And yes. you're like, wait, what? I was very confused. I was like, is this an actor? Like, who is this person? Yeah. And how could they just like fall into like this? Yeah. And then when she was like contacting like his previous... Oh, offices and stuff. Mm -hmm. That was also confusing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was. It but I, I'm kind of surprised she did that. With like, I know she's kind of like got this fear of going outside, but I was kind of su surprised about her boldness in like contacting people. Definitely. 
um, and doing those kind of things. Yeah, it did feel like very, like not literally dangerous, but like dangerous, like be contacting these people. Uh-huh. They're like so close to who you think is a murderer. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. I don't know. And it's kind of sad too because she just makes friends with this Jane Russell lady. And then she has to watch her get murdered with all the trauma she's already had going on. Yeah. Through her camera lens. And then when, like, that picture, I guess Ethan took of her. Yeah. It was, like, on her. Like, that'd be oh, so scary to find that picture. Do you think when the cops suggested that she did it, did you think that maybe she did? I don't know. It was hard for me to believe. But then again, as we've been saying, she was highly medicated with drugs and alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah, I don't know. Because, I mean, I guess Ethan could have done it. Mm-hmm. Which... And, like, send the picture. We eventually find out that he does do. Yeah. Um, let's talk about Ethan for a second. Kind of creepy. So creepy. I mean, just a little kid. Or, he, he's portrayed kind of, like, 15-ish. Yeah. Or so. To be, like, the psychopathic killer. Yeah. <laughs> Like, stalking this old, like, she's the stalker, who then in turn is stalked, being stalked. by him. Yeah. Watching her sleep. Taking terrifying. pictures of her. And sending her things. Oh, and did you think that he was going to be that, uh, the older woman on the chat? No. Yeah. That threw me off, too. I had no idea. That's, that's like another level of, like, a psychopath. Yes, to even know that she was on that website. Yeah. To like, lure her in. Yeah. Catfish her in. It was horrible. Um, so that was another major plot twist. Yeah, I definitely did not see that one coming. Because you see how helpful she's trying to be to this older woman, trying to give her comfort, you know, just losing her husband and stuff like that. And I thought Ethan made it sound like... <laughs> A legit grandma. He did, yeah. Yeah. She had, like, children. Yeah. And she was trying to get out of the house but couldn't. Made some kind of, like, dinner for them. Yeah. Yeah. Ethan, where are you learning this stuff from, man? You're 15. Yeah. It's disturbing. Yeah. And then, what do you think about, like, her being really, like, her hobby was, like, watching movies and kind of like these old murder mysteries? I thought that was really cool. Um, I wish I could get into older movies like that. Um, just for that vintage cool vibe. So I did dug that part of the book. I thought that was really cool. And I also liked that that was a way to kind of connect with her husband too. Because that's how they kind of met. Um, but as, as I was reading and the cop was like, maybe this is you know, going into these thoughts that you're having about, you know, people killing themselves. Yeah. I was like, you know what? You could be right. Yeah, that's not like the whole book. It's like, well, yeah, that is true. Yeah. Okay, I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> so always second guessing. Which I guess is also kind of like how someone that does have like a serious mental illness who's like hallucinating, like you don't really know. Yeah. If what you're seeing is true or not, or, mm -hmm. like, what you actually believe. So, in a way, it's, like, a way to, like, see what that experience is like. Because, yeah, it was really hard to be like, well, 
Maybe. She did say that, but then this other thing yeah. happened. I don't know. It was a crazy twist. So let's talk about her going outside. So what were your thoughts when she first stepped out? Did you think she was going to make it anywhere? No. That gave me a lot of anxiety. It did me too. And like, I, I know that this is a real thing. And it's hard for me. Like, I need to be out and about sometimes, even though I like to be antisocial. It's hard for me to like think about people really suffering from this and like not able to walk down the street. Yeah. So she couldn't like go on like her front doorstep. Yeah. And she passed out. Yeah. And then had to be picked up by the cops. Yeah. It was a lot. But it surprised me when she finally made it to that bakery, mm-hmm. even though she looked like a crazy woman. <laughs> yeah. And her like slippers and yeah. robe, like. <laughs> I'm here. Yeah. I'm going to cost you Jane Russell. Yeah. The fake. What did you think about David? I thought he was shady. I knew he was shady, but I thought he was good for Anna. And I kind of like the fact that they got together for a moment. Because I thought in a way that's maybe she'd be able to go back to some normalcy kind of things, you know? go back to a normal life or kind of help her there um so I don't know my exact thoughts I thought it was weird um that he was with the other Jane Russell yeah I I forgot so he actually was Mm -hmm. with like the Jane Russell who died yes and like her necklace that's where he saw she saw his her necklace in David's room when he she went down there yeah that was weird Uh uh-huh hmm Super weird. There's a lot of twists. There really is. That I didn't really see coming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That was crazy. I like this book. And, like, The Silent Patient is also kind of similar. I agree. So they're kind of all in, like, that suspenseful realm. Drama realm. Yes. I'm excited to see the movie. I am too. I think it's going to be a really good movie and I'm really interested to see how they're going to portray everybody. Me too. I hope they keep it like the book. Unlike <sighs> Little Fires Everywhere. Yeah. Who changed So everything? disappointed. Yeah, they changed everything. Reese. Come on. So hopefully this one will be better. Yes. I have a lot of faith in Amy Adams. Yes. I feel like I've heard a lot about her recently since uh, she was on, they talked about her on an episode of The Office Ladies because mm-hmm. she was on The Office. Like that was one yes. of her debut things. things. Yes, definitely. So, kind of cool to see how she's grown. But um, definitely recommend this book. I think it's a good, as I said, quarantine read, especially uh, Isolation. Yeah. But if you're done with isolation, maybe you should. Yeah, if you do have a fear of like... Yeah, being stuck. Being stuck, watching people. Mm -hmm. If you do watch your neighbors, maybe don't. Maybe don't. Like Until we can go outside. Put the camera down. Yeah, which, okay, that was another thing is like taking pictures. I think it's one thing to like watch your neighbors every once in a while through the window. Yeah. A couple seconds. Like, oh, look what they're doing. But she was, like, taking pictures. And my thing was, when Jane Russell, the fake, was getting murdered, why didn't she take a picture? That would have proved everything. That's what I went through the entire book. But I guess if she did, we wouldn't have the book. 
True. She went like, look at this. But then she did have that picture that she drew. Mm-hmm. That fake, I guess, like the real Jane. Yeah. Fake, real. Yeah. The first one. The first Jane Russell. <laughs> drew yeah. of her. And so I was kind of like, well. But then it's also like, well, she didn't do that herself. Yeah. It's like everything that she did have, it was like, well, technically, you could have done that yourself. Mm-hmm. No proof. First, the picture was like, oh, that's, she's being murdered. Mm-hmm. <laughs> totally. What did you think of Alistair? I didn't like him from the beginning. I knew he was shady. Yeah. But to kind of see how he in the end was trying to, like, protect his son and probably Anna to keep him away from, like, murdering her. Yeah. Like, I get, I'm more sympathetic with him in the end than I was yeah. in the beginning. Same. Because I really hated him from the beginning. I thought he was, like, some kind of abusive That's spouse and too. parent. And I thought it was, like, a domestic issue going on in their household. But, in fact, they're just trying to wrangle in their psychopathic son. Yeah. Adoptive psychopathic son. Yeah. So, yeah. It's definitely interesting to read. Mm-hmm. I really liked it. Mm-hmm. I would definitely recommend it. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Let us know your thoughts. Did you like this book? If you have read this book, are you considering reading it? Mm-hmm. Are you guys going to see the movie? We want to know all the things, guys. Yeah. We love hearing from you. Even though we're like antisocial, <laughs> that's like our motto. Yeah. You know, we don't like to be in big groups, but definitely send us the messages. Like, I so enjoy knowing what you guys are reading. Uh, what you guys are doing, what you guys think of the show. Give us some feedback. Yeah. But please don't be too harsh. Yeah. Or, or maybe do so we can make it better. Yeah. Yes. Just let us know your thoughts and your comments. Yes. All that can be found. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, um, all those things. Yeah. As Kelsey said last episode, slide into our DMs. Yeah. Appropriately. Appropriately. Course. Don't, don't be like, weird. Yeah, don't be weird. Don't make it awkward. <laughs> make it about books. <laughs> only books. Books only. <laughs> only book related DMs. Please. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, guys. We'll keep social distancing. Keep reading. Yeah. Stay, stay safe. Stay safe. We'll see you guys later. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us on the Antisocial Book Club podcast. This podcast is hosted by Kelsey Krubitzer and Martana Carter with producer Jamal Carter. Please follow us on Instagram at Antisocial Book Club Podcast or find us on our website at antisocialbookclubpod.com. <laughs>